Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. When it comes to national defense strategy, it seems that we've had a whole lot of hope going on, but we always need to remember that hope, while very important, is not a strategy. And there's always three tracks in terms of strategy, the short term, the medium, and the long term. And the question is, on all kinds of different areas around the world, are we relying on hope or are we getting to strategy? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Well, we've heard a lot of things in terms of hope, what's happening in the Middle East. Of course, the battle between Russia and Ukraine continues to be front and center as Congress continues to debate the aid package that could be helpful to Ukraine. But the interesting thing is beyond that. Uh, that that's the headline stuff. Uh, we do this think again because we have to think again about what's underneath that. What happens the day after? What happens short term, medium term? If we're really going to have a strategy that makes sense and will actually hold up and lead us in a good direction in terms of national security. And again, that's not a Democrat issue. That's not a Republican issue. It's a strategy issue for our national security. Uh, someone who has taken a, a nice deep dive, especially as it relates to Russian strategy policy, uh, Daniela Pletka, of course, is the Distinguished Senior Fellow in Foreign and Defense Policy Studies at the American Enterprise Institute and uh, joins us on the line today. Daniela, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Oops, did we lose her there? Uh, you had a great piece. Hello. Oh, there we go. There we go. We lost you for just a second, Sorry Danielle. That. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> All good. Maybe it's part of our strategy, right? <laughs> uh, so, there you go. So start walking us through uh, in terms of uh, – the Russia policy and strategy there, and give us just kind of your sense of the lay of the land, where are we, and then how do we chart that path forward to short, medium, and long-term strategy? So, and it, What I was trying to do in the piece that you're talking about, which was in Foreign Policy Magazine, is is ask the, the deeper question, as you said, you know, well, okay, we want Ukraine to win, we want to help Ukraine, we want them to get Russia out, but what do we actually want from Russia? It really does appear that the the Biden administration, not unlike a lot of his predecessors, has no real policy for Russia. There are elections next month. Vladimir Putin is you know is uh, going to dictator style get ninety something percent of the vote. Uh, but but why is it that while we watch Russia cement a new axis of evil with China and North Korea and Iran, that we're not thinking about what to do less about Ukraine and more about Russia? Uh, I think that's so important. Again, it's so easy to get lost in the headlines and all the things that uh, are shouting at us day to day. Uh, and so as you look at that from the current administration, and I completely, we're equal opportunity offenders on this show. So uh, <laughs> there's plenty to go around when it comes to Russia policy or the lack of it. Uh, and so as, as you took this dive, and again, it's a, it's a great piece in Foreign Policy magazine. Uh, give us a sense in terms of what should we be thinking about? What are the questions that we should be asking as it relates to uh, to that in terms of obviously access of evil? We, uh, we're, that's definitely suboptimal for us for sure. Uh, but what is it that we're really after and what should we be going after? If we are worried about the future of, uh, you know, of, of Russia, if we are worried threat that Russia poses to our NATO allies, uh, the threat that Russia poses to 
Eastern and Western Europe. If we're worried uh, about the fact that we have been able, uh, through our military and economic power, to dictate the the direction that the world has taken for the last 70 years, <laughs> we're creeping up on 80 years, yeah. uh, th- and that is and that is important to us. And I think it is important, not as a sort of a matter of pride or being the big man on campus, but because it's what's important to the national security and well-being and prosperity of the American people. Then we have to ask ourselves, okay, maybe it's a problem that Vladimir Putin is a dictator in Russia. Maybe it's a problem that they're invading neighboring countries. Maybe it's a problem that he's got not just Right. A uh, uh, Wall Street Journal reporter, Evan Gershkovich, is in prison still. But people who, who offer hope for a democratic future, uh, Alexei Navalny, Vladimir Karamoza, these are great, great people, uh, you know, Russian patriots who he has in prison. We don't seem to do squat for any of them. And honestly speaking, even just articulating, even the, even for the president to stand up and say, you know, actually, what we're looking for is a better future for the Russian people as well, because that will mean less danger for us and our allies and for NATO. That would be a good thing. And yeah. it, it's so strange to me that it hasn't happened. Yeah. And I, I think that's so uh, vital that we, again, we have to, to kind of transcend where we've been and kind of the status quo kinds of things. One of the things that you pointed out in your piece uh, that, that jumped out at me was just this, you know, at, at one point, I think there was this uh, idea or this high hope anyway, that uh, Russia could somehow get to a certain level of democracy anyway, and be a part of the community of nations, kind of hit the reset button, so to speak. Uh, but uh, talk us through in terms of how we should be talking about it. Uh, you mentioned uh, President Biden or whoever's in the White House uh, should be talking about it in, in those terms, in terms of what, what do we really hope for the Russian people? What do we really hope uh, for, for that region of the world? So I went through the litany uh, of the sort of post-Cold War history. You know, during the Cold War, I think we had a very clear strategic policy that we wanted to defeat communism and liberate what we used to call the captive nations of the Soviet empire. So, you know, Poland and Lithuania and Ukraine and all of these other countries. You know, we didn't, we didn't talk much about what we wanted for Russia itself, except for the fact that we obviously wanted it not to be the Soviet Union anymore. Okay, fair enough. But after the collapse of the Soviet Union, each president and totally right to be equal opportunity, whether it was uh, whether it was Bill Clinton or it was George W. Bush or it was Barack Obama, went in, looked at Russia and said, obviously, my predecessor is an idiot. And what I need to do is I need to, you know, and then you heard some version of hit the reset button, except with Barack Obama, they actually did hit a reset button in that sort of embarrassing episode that some of your older listeners will remember. (laughs) But, But every single one of these presidents and secretaries of state who had these visions for a new, better relationship with Russia was totally disappointed, ended up imposing sanctions, ended up at at daggers drawn with the Russians. And that goes even for Donald Trump, who came in, you know, obviously as somebody who seems to, you know, weirdly admire uh, Vladimir Putin's strongman style, and nonetheless in his term imposed the strongest sanctions on Russia that we have Mm. ever 
had from the United States. Yeah, uh, this is fascinating stuff and, and, a, and a really deep dive. And uh, I want to have you back, Danielle, because I think this is a crucial conversation that nobody's having in the way you're having it. And it, it's one of those things we know, focus always precedes success. Uh, and when it comes to these administrations, again, regardless of political party, uh, how they go about it, uh, we keep ending back at the same place. Uh, and kind of the status quo. And uh, Danielle Pletka is the Distinguished Senior Fellow in Foreign and Defense Policy Studies at the American Enterprise Institute, a fabulous piece you need to check out at the Foreign Policy Magazine, uh, really looking at what is it? Are we just going on hope, or are we going to actually get to a strategy? Danielle, thanks so much for joining us today. It was my pleasure. Anytime. All right. Again, that's uh, Danielle Pletka from American Enterprise Institute. That's a conversation you're not going to get anywhere else today. It's a deep dive, and there's some nitty-gritty in there to be sure There's some important history in there, some important lessons in there, and it's one of those that if we don't get the strategy right, we're going to keep having this conversation that will continue to be a threat to our national security. Think again on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson.